0: closing time you don't have to go home but you can't stay here (laughs) i have that song stuck in my head now and that's the only part of the song i know
1: that's the only part of the song you need to know
0: (laughs) you're listening to swept together the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home at work and on the road
1: we're your hosts christian and annabelle join us as we explore the world and make our home together Wherever we end up.
0: Because after all, home is... Where,
1: where we go, go from here. here.
0: Hello and welcome to episode 59 of Swept Together. We are here in Athens, Georgia right now. And we are like hiding out in someone's backyard. Not hiding out, I mean they know we're here. <laughs> 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 we,
1: we pulled in in the middle of the night.
0: Well, this looks like a good place to park.
1: Very quietly and stealthily in our 36-foot RV <laughs> and and Jeep tow you, vehicle. You
0: literally cannot do anything stealthily in this vehicle.
1: And then in the morning, we're like, surprise! they <laughs> 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 are like, whoa, you guys were so stealthy last night. You guys deserve to stay here. <laughs> yep. <laughs>
0: No, but it does feel kind of like we're we're like hidden back here in this little.
1: Yeah, even though we're in, like on a off of a pretty, I think it's a highway. It yeah, is it's a, like highway. a
0: pretty significant street.
1: Right, but they're you know, our our friends live right off of a pretty big highway. I think. I mean, it's a numbered highway. I don't remember what the yeah, number is. Yeah, it's like but, a two lane. Well, and then, no,
0: four lanes with a median. So. Yeah,
1: and you know we're. Set back because we're in their backyard slash estate. They have, I mean, it's it's a pretty huge. Property. It's a big property. There are pecan trees here.
0: Christian's mind is blown by I, the fact that pecans actually like exist in the wild. I didn't.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't know what pecan trees look like. Number one, and then number two, I've never seen them in like nut form. I've always seen them in just pecan form. So I have three pods. Pecan pods? What are these? Pecan. They're nuts. Th- these aren't the nuts? Or what? Is is the pecan? Is this the nut and then inside is the, the thing that you eat is not a nut? I thought that was the nut. Well, I think it's. This whole thing is the nut?
0: I th- think so.
1: So you don't even know anything about pecans either.
0: <laughs> but I've seen a pecan tree.
1: Well. I'm just saying there's three pecan pods, <laughs> but no, not even that, because there was like a there was an outer shell an around. outer pod, and then there's an inner pod, and then you break this inner pod, and then that's the pecan inside.
0: Yeah, but like I mean, if you think of like an orange or a pineapple or a banana, like you don't eat the peel of the banana, but you'd still call the whole thing a banana.
1: Okay, so this is a pecan peel sure (laughs) so anyway anyway that's not what
0: we're talking about today we're just trying to set the scene
1: right for what we are going to talk about which is (laughs) which has nothing to
0: do with any of that but you know
1: pecan farming pecan processing pecan pies
0: whether it's pecan or pecan
1: it's pecan
0: who says it pecan
1: I Weirdos, so. that's who. <laughs> Maybe I, I, I've alienated half of our listeners. Yeah, right. <laughs> like I say, pecan. Why did I say that with a Southern accent? Maybe because we're in Georgia. We're in the Deep South now. Like this is legitimately in the Deep the south. south, right? Yeah. We, I think we talked about that yesterday yeah. about what constitutes the Deep South versus just the regular South. And then is there then a south light? <laughs> you know? Because if there's a there's a deep south and then there's like a regular south, is there a shallow end south? Or is this a is the south a swimming pool?
0: You just you just gotta <laughs> gotta dive right in.
1: But anyway, so we've been okay, so we're we're nearly to the bottom east corner of the u.s i mean we'll be there in like two weeks or so Mm -hmm. in florida we've been to the now we've been to three corners of the u.s we've been to san diego Mm -hmm. um the olympic peninsula in washington state Mm -hmm. and then we were just in maine like a month ago for um and that was that was a three and now we'll be down in florida for all of winter like birds, and then we'll have visited all four corners of the U.S.
0: Yep. I've been to the actual four corners, too.
1: Yeah, but that's not... The, it's not as exciting. That's, that's not the four corners of the U.S. It's just four corners of states that happen to be next to each other. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes.
1: So anyway, and so now, you know, our, our next leg of the trip, you know, after after winter is are like home stretch, but dot, dot, dot. We were just talking about this yesterday. Mm -hmm. You brought this up, and this is something that you're kind of processing right now. And I don't know if it's, you know, it's been fully vetted, apparently, because you told me yesterday that it just kind of popped up in your head. So why don't you tell me more about it?
0: Well, this is something that I do, is that I... I tend to spend a lot of time thinking about things before I, like, tell anyone what's going on in my head, you know? Um, I, like, ruminate about it for a while. And then I try to come up with a decision or a... Like, I, I, I try to get settled with something before I start talking about it. But, you know, in the interest of vulnerability and just like I don't know self growth I guess. I or like
1: being in a relationship.
0: I um decided that I would just start talking about it before I knew really what I felt about it. But we watched Master of None.
1: Which is a great show. We it's really a, like it. Yeah. It's and it's with a Z's, I'm sorry. It's on Netflix. If we you have Netflix we finished
0: season two and I was really upset. I'm not going to give you any spoilers,
1: <laughs> except for that she was upset.
0: Well, I was upset that it was over
1: oh not not the not the what happened
0: right, I mean, that's what I was trying to say it was I was trying to say that I was upset that we ran out of episodes. Oh, that was
1: yeah, anything. I mean, who knew Aziz Ansari would die off of a <laughs> Flying off a helicopter.
0: I like how you're trying to give a fake spoiler. (laughs) And you're doing a terrible job. That's not what happened in the show, guys. And
1: then he splats on the ground.
0: That's also not what happened in the show.
1: And then armadillos come and feed on his dead body.
0: We did see an armadillo yesterday.
1: And it was a dead body armadillo. And then there were birds around it. Anyway.
0: I feel like we're off on a tangent again. The point is... I realized that I was going to use Master of None as an example, but I'm not sure I can do that without giving a spoiler. But basically, watching it brought up some, like, I don't know, some emotions that I had kind of been feeling about the fact that we're on the, like, the second half, I guess, of our, of our RV trip. and That would be accurate we because
1: we're like tomorrow
0: is seven months is seven
1: exactly seven months yeah yeah november 20th is exactly seven months to the day that we left denver for our trip
0: yeah and i mean five months or so is you know what we have left like technically in in the year um although we it might end up being a little longer than that, but the point is, like, it, I guess it's just gone by really fast, and I tend to be the kind of person that has, like, you know, a five-year plan about what I'm going to do, what I'm going to be doing, where I'm going to be living, what, you know, what I'm going to accomplish, and all that kind of stuff, and the whole trip has kind of just shifted a lot of priorities for me, and a lot of, like, Um, brought up more questions for me than answers, I think. And so that's what I've kind of been like processing.
1: So what what kind of questions are you deliberating on right now on what the answers might be?
0: Well, I think the biggest one is what happens next. I think, you know, we initially we were like, okay, we're going to do this one year, trip. We're going to come back to Denver. We're going to find a house. We're going to, you know, start a family. We're going to, you know, who knows? And I think we had kind of, you know, I had these steps in my head of like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm 30 now. Here's the things that I'm going to accomplish in the next couple of years. And, you know, I think being... On the road has made me realize that like after Antarctica, when I turned 30, I kind of had this period of time where I didn't really have any goals because I had accomplished like in a very brief period of time, I accomplished all these goals that I had set for myself. Um, you know, including going full time in my business, hitting, you know, visiting all seven continents before I turned 30, like all these things that I, you know, it was like I hit the end of my five year plan and was Without like another, and I subsequent. was like, oh, weird. And so I kind of filled in a plan that, you know, it was like, I just pulled a template from online and was like, I need a plan. So I just put you know like what i kind of always assumed my plan would be yeah like oh we're going to we're going to travel for a year we're going to have fun we're going to come back we're going to like you know probably get a house in the suburbs or who knows and like i think that there was there's just like this formula to life that you kind of just think that that's how y- your life is going to go and now that we've been on the road and we've been encountering so many people who are, you know, making different decisions with their life that suddenly I feel like I have goals again. And I have like in that I have things that I want to do. Um, and it's, you know, shifted around. My priorities, you know, like after living in this RV, the big house in the suburbs doesn't really seem that important.
1: Right. Did you, Is that what you wanted? Is like the white picket fence and the big house and the thing like that? Um,
0: I think I didn't necessarily want it in like a physical sense, but more in like a like a practical sense, like a logistical sense. And that
1: logistical how like. Like So that we could get Amazon deliveries safely?
0: Yes. <laughs> no, I think it was more about like, you know, things that you and I have talked about with eventually starting a family. You know, like there's a reason that people move out to the suburbs when they have kids, right? Like it's because the communities are safer, the schools are better, like you can have a bigger backyard, Like, there's all these reasons why people make these kinds of decisions, you know?
1: I think you hit on all of them.
0: And so I think it wasn't so much that, like, oh, I just, you know, I want a big house in the suburbs. It was like, well, you know, I value giving my kids a good education. I value, like, the way that I grew up, which was just, like, being able to ride my bike to my friend's house or, like, run around on our cul-de-sac and
1: you know and not having to worry and not
0: having to worry you know and i think those are like very quote unquote suburban
1: things yeah and so i mean i did that too growing up in orange county and orange county is just like a giant suburb <laughs> and everywhere is a suburb so i did do that i i rode my bike everywhere mm-hmm. i hung out with my friends my mom made me come home from outside <laughs> because I was outside so much and I was just hanging out and doing stuff and exploring the, you know, whatever neighborhood or the next city over. Yeah. Because that's what we did.
0: Mm hmm. And I think, you know, there's like a I I don't know, I think there's like an expectation of this is how this is how you do things, you know. And e and now that we've been surrounded by this community of people who are doing things differently, I'm kind of like, huh, like, is that the only way to do things? Do we have to do things that way? Or do we have to do things, do those things when we thought we were going to do those things? Or, you know, what, what are, what is our life going to look like when we pull back up into Denver and we unpack all of our stuff into a house, you know? And that kind of freaks me out a little bit.
1: Is it freaking you out because of the unknown of it? Like we don't know where we're going to land, if it's going to be a house or if we're going to buy a condo or if we're just going to rent an apartment or something like that in the meantime or, you know, whatever that looks like. Is that what you're freaking out about?
0: No. I don't necessarily think it's the uncertainty. I think it's I think it's the realization that like it's very difficult to have both things or to have all the things that you want. Like is it possible for you to have the flexibility and the spontaneity that we have now while also having you know kids in the school system not really
1: you know um, i guess maybe you have to define what that means or what it looks like because people do like homeschooling or now we have online schooling you know i mean obviously that's not going to happen for at least you know 5 or 6 years you know after children are born because they don't they're not in school or whatever right for That amount of time. But I mean, you know, our friends Jeff and Janice are doing that. They have a five-year-old. Going to be six.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that you can't do it. I, you know, I we have, like I said, we we know lots of people that are doing it. Um, We know lots of people that are doing things differently. And then we know people who are doing things like the quote-unquote traditional way. And they're having a great time. I think it has to do with my own expectations of how my life was going to go. And then realizing that, like, it doesn't have to go that way.
1: Oh, okay. Well, I mean, we're masters of our (laughs) destiny. And we we can make our life look how we want it. I mean, there are some things that we can't prevent or whatever. But, you know, by and large, we can do what we want to have the life that we want.
0: Yeah, I mean that's true. Is this trip making you feel any of these things or is this episode just going to be me having an existential crisis by myself? Um.
1: <laughs> well, you and I process process things differently because I'm if if I can if I can do if I had to choose one or the other, I don't know if I have, you know, I would want to make that choice right now either. It's not like we go to Denver and Like that's, that's life is over, you know, or or this, this part of our life is over. I mean, we go to Denver or come back to Denver and then stay there for a few months and then decide, well, we want to go and winter in San Diego. And so we'll pick up the RV and go to San Diego or whatever, whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. you know, or in the summer we could be like, well, we're, we've been here for a month. We've, taking care of the things we need to take care of. Now let's go to, you know, we go back to the Oregon coast or whatever. Yeah. It's not like we have to be limited to just one thing. So maybe that's the reason why I'm not having as existential of a crisis <laughs> as you are, because that's just how I I think of things. Like it's not, you don't have to be, you know, tied down to a specific Way of doing things, I don't think, unless you really want to. You know, I mean, we have friends that have that did move to the suburbs and did have children and they're very happy and that's what they want to do and that's how they wanted to live their life. You know, if that's not what you want to do and want to live right now, then we don't have to. Or we could just, if that's not how you want to live ever then that's also not what we have to do. We can do whatever we want. <laughs> you know, that's but that's just the process of you and I talking about it like we are and then coming to an agreement or decision on how we want to do that. And then again, if we if you want to change that, then we can. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're locked into place. I mean, obviously that presents other challenges if we keep changing how we live life. <laughs> then you know, there isn't as much stability and all of that kind of stuff. But then there's also the the dynamic living. You know, we're right. living in one place for a year and then we move to a different place the next year. And then we're living in somewhere foreign, international, the third year. You know, it, that that presents other opportunities and, you know, pros and cons about it. So we just, I think we don't, I think we just don't have to figure that out necessarily. We can have a five-year plan, but I always know that plans change. <laughs> you know, I don't know. You, I mean, we, you, you didn't have in your five-year plan to live in an RV and move around every week That's and true. drive, you know, 16,000 miles around the country in a year and, visit you know 27 or 28 however many states we've visited now so i mean whatever whatever you want to you know however you want to make life look even if it's for just right now or the next six or seven months then we can do that and then we can readdress at that point yeah that's you just kind of have to you know be okay with going with the flow
0: you know that's one of my fortes yeah <laughs> one of my greatest strengths is going with the flow
1: yeah so <laughs> well i mean
0: but yeah i know i know what, i know what you mean
1: all that to say that things are still up in the air and that's okay i mean yeah we're We're in a point in our lives where we are very flexible, we can do that kind of thing, and then you know change our minds next week and then say, "Oh, we love it here in whatever place that we're at. And we're gonna stay here for the next twelve months or whatever, <laughs> so I mean, we don't have to make any decisions,
0: yeah, that's true. We
1: can also leave our listeners with a cliffhanger what are we gonna do (laughs) stay tuned
0: oh man for
1: the next episode
0: because we haven't figured out what's happening next yet
1: (laughs) so to answer the episode title where we go from here is we don't know
0: that's true (laughs) that is that is the answer but we'll figure it out.
1: Well, I know where I want to go from here right now. Where's that? To do the sweep up? (laughs) Okay. What made you feel loved today?
0: It made me feel loved today um, that we got our wedding photos back and we're going to be sharing them soon, but... It just made me feel really loved to, like, be able to look at them with you and spend that time together and just, like, thinking about all of the memories from our wedding that we had such a good time. And that made me feel really loved. What about you, babe? What made you feel loved?
1: Mm, What made me feel loved was yesterday... We were in a, I mean, this, this location that we're at is was kind of challenging to get into because there's a bunch of trees and I have some bit of trauma yes. around trees and Gulliver and scratching it up and having yeah. to pay a bunch of money to fix it. But you were like, I think we could do it. And you guided us through and nothing happened. We went through the not through the trees <laughs> <laughs> we went we went in between the trees and there were no branches that like poked into our house and yep it was it was fine it didn't you know no, no damage was done and where we got in so i'm i'm confident we can get out <laughs> <laughs> and you were able to just guide us very you know very uh masterfully into this spot and like I didn't have to I mean I I still worry about it but I didn't have to like be completely super anxious about it because I knew you were like looking out and you I knew you knew what you were doing so that made me feel loved that you took that anxiety off of my shoulders
0: oh you're welcome babe
1: and what about our listeners what did what made you guys feel loved I know that this is coming out just before Thanksgiving. So it's probably a good thing to think about what kinds of things make you feel loved. And then you can maybe share that with your friends and family that you have. If you have a Friendsgiving or if you have a traditional family Thanksgiving or a combination of both, I think you should um, bring that to the Thanksgiving table. I think it would be a cool exercise or practice. Just,
0: or just a date day Thanksgiving like Hey, Sweepy talked about in their interview last week.
1: Yeah. So let us know. And, um, you know, if you have any ideas for us on what to do after <laughs> our RV trip or maybe we can continue our RV trip and do like a second year, I don't know. Um, let us know in the comments section of the show notes, which can be found at com slash episode 59.
0: You'll also be able to find... All of our past episodes on our website, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah. Wherever you get your podcasts, we're probably there. Yeah. Because you're probably listening to us right now.
1: And if you're looking looking for our wedding pictures, which will be posted, or some of them will be posted. Not all of them. We have a ton of them. Yeah. We'll we'll post a couple because, yeah. But we'll post a couple of them and um, on Facebook and on Instagram. Check us out at Swept Together. Yay! Bye, guys. Happy Thanksgiving. What the heck was that?
0: <laughs> My tummy. Hello, and welcome to episode 59 of Swept Together. Let me do that again, because I can't count. <laughs> Buenos dias.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Were you inspired by our Mexican airbnb beer? Yes. Have you considered drinking like Cowboy does?
0: Sticking my hand in my hot tea <laughs> and using it to scoop it into my mouth? <laughs> Sounds like not a good idea.
1: <laughs> Are you going to keep going on that?
0: No. Oh. Okay. <laughs>